Hallelujah. Friday night. Boy, if they'd have told me I was going to be going to church every Friday night several, several years ago, I'd have said, hmm, hmm. Now I don't know if I'd like missing it, amen? You know, sometimes they, they say, well, won't you take off a Sunday even when Brother Moore's speaking? I'm like, you know, I don't want to miss something. There's <laughs> good stuff coming out on Sundays, isn't there? What do you, what do you want to miss? You know, what, what part of that? And I know you can hear it later, but I don't know. It's nice to hear it together, isn't it? Yeah. Nice to hear it together. Glory to God. Well, open up your Bibles to... Uh, Oh, where are we going to start? Well, Psalm 10, no, Psalm 27. Psalm 27. My favorite psalm, maybe. I like a lot of psalms. You know, when, you, when I was uh, in quite a bit of trouble financially and every other way, uh, the psalms, man, that was where I lived. Because as long as you found the good ones, <laughs> some of those you didn't, you're like, ooh, do this and do that to your enemies? No, Lord, I, I just want something good right now. But the Psalms, you know, where the, he talks about praising the Lord, getting the Lord's help, the Lord's goodness. And, you know, goodness is so much where we need to live. And, and, you know, every now and then, I just need to talk about the goodness of God. Because He is so good. I just got to stop everything else that we've been talking about. And then you find out that you're talking about the same thing. Because everything you talk about in Him is good. And so I just, every now and then I'll get to looking at the Scripture and I'm like, man, He's so good. I, I want to talk about how good He is. I don't, I don't want to just tell people He's good. I want to look at it in the Scriptures. I want to go over it. And, and, and He's good and He's wonderful. And as I was reading today, I, I found the places where it said, He's wonderful. He's, he does wonderful works. He's marvelous. He does marvelous things. And, and the goodness of God. It, and, and you just get excited when you start talking about that stuff. Amen? You guys excited about the goodness of God? See, in my house, we grew up, and it didn't matter what was going on. We, we'd be moving out of the house because we were getting evicted. <laughs> that didn't happen to anybody else. You have some rough times growing up. And mom would say, God's good. And, of course... I'm a teenager, and I'm thinking, what do you mean? I'm having to move for the third time in, in less than two years. And she said, don't look at where we are. Look at God's goodness. Amen. And she never quit talking about God being good. And, she, and, she, and, and, and I'm so thankful that she instilled that in me, but I'm more thankful that I took the time to go to the Word of God and find out not just what she was saying was right, but the Word is why she was saying it. Because it's not everything that's going on in your life that decides whether God's good or not. Too many times that's what we do. Right? Well, there's bad things happening today, so I don't know if God's good or not. God's good no matter what's happening in your life. And if you'll grab hold of that goodness no matter what's happening in your life, it's subject to change to the goodness of God. Amen? He's our Father. And He desires that goodness towards us he's he wants us to have his goodness more than we want to have it he made efforts through jesus christ to make sure that we could grab hold of all the goodness that is in him and and have it right here and right now amen where did i say to go psalm 27 look at psalm 27 verse 13 you know where i'm at it says i had fainted 
unless I had believed to see. He just wasn't believing. He was believing he would see it. Amen? And, and by seeing it, he's not just going to see it happening. He's going to see it happening in his life. He's, he's going to experience it, and while he's experiencing it, he'll, he'll recognize it and acknowledge it as the goodness of God. You know, the things in your life, the goodness of God isn't just, you know, you don't want to just wait until you grow a new limb to, to, to praise God. Right? You know, you get, you get people and they're out there and they're waiting for the biggest miracle they can have to, to say, man, that's the goodness of God. You know, an interesting thing, Kim, uh, we, had, we, we, she, we still mail checks for a few bills. Not very, they don't let you do that too much anymore, do they? But she'd mailed a check uh, to the people that mow our lawns. Thank God for the people that mow our lawns. I love the lawn mowing guys. If I ever see them, they get a tip every time I see them. And it's bigger than what they charged me to mow the lawn. I can guarantee you that. But, but she'd sent a check, and she was telling me, I guess it was Monday or Tuesday, she said they still hadn't cashed it. It had been there quite a while, and usually they cashed the check. And uh, so she called them. And you say, what's this got to do with goodness of God? I'll show you what it's got to do. <laughs> it's good. Because, because why? Because the goodness of God, you want to rejoice in all the things he does. You ever notice little kids? You can give them the smallest thing. And man, it will make their day, right? They don't, they don't have to. They don't have to have something huge to to proclaim how great it is and do a dance and all that stuff. Little kids don't need that. Why? Because they like to rejoice over everything. Well, this she called them and they said they said you know we didn't want to call you because because we actually feel like we've lost your check and. And, you know, they'd have lost in their house and not like somebody else could have done anything with it. And if they did, it really wouldn't have been good for them anyway because you don't want to mess with God's people, right? <laughs> I mean, we'd had to pray for them forget to be forgiven so they could go on. But needless to say, she said, well, no, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. He said, he said, in 14 years, we've never lost a check. Well, Kim took a moment after she talked to him and prayed that they, they would find that check. Not because she wanted the check found, because it was important to them to find the check. Amen? And then, was it yesterday? Yeah, last night. She gets a text that they'd found that check. And we started rejoicing in the, car, in the truck. Why? It's not a big thing. It wasn't a huge check. But it was the goodness of God. That, and I'm believing to see, the good, and when you're believing to see, what, what he's saying is I want you to notice every good thing that happens every day of your life. I don't want you to just let things slide by that were my goodness. I want you to recognize them. I want you to praise me for them. It, it, you know, go to, go to Psalm. Uh, my notes are already backwards, so we'll have to find it here. Psalm... It's a psalm, I can tell you that. For sure it's in the psalms and it is a psalm. Oh, Psalm 107. Psalm 107, verse 19. We'll start at verse 19. Psalm 107, verse 19 says, Then they cry unto the Lord, what, after they've gotten themselves in trouble? Right? How many of you guys have ever done that? Huh? Did you know pride and condemnation won't cry out to him? They are the enemy of the goodness of God. 
Pride and condemnation are the enemy of the goodness of God because they will stop him. They will limit him in what he can do for you because you won't cry out. You've either, you, you either are too condemned or you're too prideful. Right? We should cry out. Don't, don't, I don't care what position you're in today. What you, it, it's, if you've got something going on, don't be afraid to run to Dad. He's a good father. He is a good father. And if we would just run to him in our distress, he would save us. It means to rescue, deliver, defend, avenge. What do you want it to mean? It's good. Get victory for you. Amen? And, and, and that's what he's saying. He's saying they'll cry out to me in their, in their distresses. And when they do, what's going to happen? Verse 20. I'll send my word and I'll heal them and deliver them from their destructions. What's he saying? The very thing they're crying out at me about, I'll send my word, I'll heal them. If it's in their body, if it's in their mind, if it doesn't matter where it's at, I'll heal them. And I'll save them, deliver them from all their destructions. Anything that you've done to mess up your life. How many can, how many can testify that God will pull you out of mess ups? Huh? If you can't, you're getting ready to. No. <laughs> because you just messed up. No. But he, he, he will send help. It, when you need help, why? Because that's what goodness does. If we'll allow him by asking... Asking, calling out, crying out, that's repentance. That's, that's recognition that, there, that you believe he's good. You, don't, you know, nobody runs to the mean dad, right? If you think you're going to get in trouble, you usually don't run to that dad. But, it, but if it's the dad that's willing to help you, and, it, it, and you may get some correction, you may need some correction. Why? Because love will correct you. But you will get on the right path and you will get help. Why? Because he's a good God. Everything he does is good. If he corrects you, if he disciplines you, it's good. And guess what? If you'll let him, it's easy. When it gets hard is when we get so far out that that he has to reach out and grab us or he has to, or or better, worse yet, we have to be reached out and grabbed because we've went so far that, that we're still running. And so we don't want to get in that place. We want, to, we want to be ready for goodness to happen all the time. Amen? We, we want to be in a position for goodness. And if we feel like we're not in that position, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me. I'm, I'm crying out to you. I, I've gotten out of here. I've gotten over there. I, I, I want your goodness. I'm not, I'll send your word. Show me, show me some anointing. Show me some revelation. Give me something to take me to a new place because I know you're a good God. You are a good God doing wonderful works. Amen? That's what he is. He's a good God. Think about Acts 10.38. What did Jesus do? Let's put it up, Acts 10.38. So it talks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. You know what that word power means? That word power right there means mighty, wonderful, working ability. That's all the words that I, that I pulled out and put them together from the, from, the young, uh, from the Strong's Concordance. Mighty, wonderful, working ability. That's what, that's what God anointed him with, with the Holy Ghost 
and with mighty, wonderful working ability. And what did he do with that wonderful working ability? What God does with wonderful working ability. He went about doing good, showing the goodness of God, healing people, all those that were oppressed of the devil. If, it doesn't matter what kind of oppression it was. It doesn't matter what was going on. If Jesus came around, goodness was going to chase it away. And that's what the Holy Ghost and power does. It recognizes and gives the ability for God's goodness to, to manifest right there. Amen? When, when, when the anointing's there, when, when the goodness of God shows up, good things are going to happen. Wonderful works are getting ready to happen. And go back to Psalm 107. What's the next verse? Verse 21. Oh, and see, this is who we want to be right here. Oh, that men, I'm a man. You're a man. We're all a man. Right? We're, we're in the men category. We are humans. Amen? Oh, that men would praise Him. That word means be thankful and give thanksgiving to the Lord for His goodness. What, what goodness? He sent His Word and healed you and saved you from all your destructions. Oh, that you would praise Him for the Lord is good and, and, and praise Him also for His wonderful works to the children of men. Every day we believe to see the goodness of God. And every time we see it, we stop for a minute, just, just like we did in that truck. So, oh, praise you, Lord. That, and, uh, you know, we're talking about a small check here. And, and we're thinking, but this is the goodness of God. Why? Because he, he cares about every part of your life. We, we don't need to wait until all the biggest things, until, until bombs are exploding in your attic to look for His goodness. His goodness is happening all around you every moment of every day. And if we'll yield to that, if we'll yield to the Spirit of God, then we will see that goodness. We'll see it in our lives. We'll see it in other people's lives. We'll communicate it together. Amen? Look at Philemon uh, verse 6. Philemon. Look at Philemon. If I'd have said... Spanish, it had been Victoria, Victoria Sobre La Muerta, something like that, <laughs> hillbilly Spanish, wonder what ain't is in Spanish, <laughs> that the communication of your faith may, bec- may, may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing. Well, what's he saying? I want you to acknowledge every good thing that's in you through Christ. I want you to acknowledge... When do you acknowledge it? When it happens. Not, not just and Because this is how the communication of your faith happens. You don't just communicate faith by talking to somebody. You communicate faith by letting the goodness happen to you. Letting the good things in you out. Letting Him work through you. You know, you know one of the greatest things... Many of the greatest things that, that God's working in us are things that other people don't have, so they will notice them. When you begin to forgive, when, when you begin to forgive, when I begin to forgive on a God level, you're, you're acknowledging the goodness of God because the very essence of His goodness forgave every one of us. Amen? The, the goodness of God forgives. It says the Lord is good, forgiving and plenteous, plenteous, 
in mercy. Amen? That's what our God is. He's a good God that forgives you and then gives you more mercy than you needed just to be forgiven. He'll let you walk in the forgiveness you got. That's why condemnation is the enemy of goodness. Because if you're in condemnation, you won't seek that. You, you, it's also the enemy of, forg- of forgiveness. Why? Because forgiveness still has to be received. Forgiveness is there. Forgiveness is a foregone conclusion. God's not waiting to forgive you. You've been forgiven. It's now our part to grab hold of it by faith and, and receive it. Amen? And, and what the devil would like to do is, oh, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Yeah, it is. It is. But, but what we've done is we've allowed, first of all, we, we, we've made in our minds sometimes we think God's like us. <laughs> the human side of us. Right? You guys ever think, you, I mean, you, just next time something happens in your life, see how you're thinking about it and then judge how God's thinking about it. And it will change the way you think about it. Um, Ramsey's been going through some stuff and what she's doing. And every time she calls me, I'm glad I'm on the outside now because I remember being on the inside. And now I can step back and I can say, okay, darling, this is what's going on. Love would do this. Love would work this way. And I can let, I can give her, and, and it helps her. Why? Because she's frustrated. And she doesn't know what to do to fix the situation or to make it go better. And, and, and you know, sometimes God will say, take this step. And, and when you want the whole thing fixed, but God will say, take this step. And that's the goodness of God because that's putting you on the goodness path. Amen? And you've got to st- take that step and then believe to see the goodness of God. And, and, and as you move and as you do the things He's asking you to do, you'll see the goodness of God. It's when we stop. And when we quit and, and, and quit looking for goodness and start searching for our own way, that's when we lose out. Amen? That, that's, that's, when, that's when we go our own way, fix it our own way, doing our own thing, and you'll miss out completely on the goodness of God because the goodness of God has a wonderful work. Amen? Let's go back to Psalm 107, verse 21. It says, oh, that men would praise him. They would give thanks, oh, that they would praise the Lord for his goodness. Amen? What was his goodness? He saved you from all your destructions. That's the goodness of God. That, 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 That would cover you from a hangnail to a broken anything. Right? That, that would cover your business. It would cover your home. It would cover everything that could ever... He saved you from all your destructions. How many know that most of the things going on in your life were you, you created? Right? Unless we follow God, they're you created. And if they're you created, you, we probably need to be saved from them. I you created a lot of things, and it really wasn't good. Amen? And, and when I figured out to, to let Him have it, to go His direction, to seek ye first the kingdom of God... To, to look for the things of God to happen in my life, then I begin to experience His goodness. And when you experience His goodness, you want more. And that's why you want to believe to see it. You want to believe to, to recognize the little things. Don't let them slip by. And, and, and we didn't ha- it, what, it, when you start doing that, you, know, you don't have to work up a praise. Right? 
when it just happened and it just both caught us and when we recognized it and we praised God. I mean, we're driving down the road. And, you know, if you have to work up a praise, I'm going to stay away from that. How about that? <laughs> if, if you'll practice looking for the goodness of God, if you'll every day say, today I believe I'll see the goodness of God in the land of living, you will see something every day. Now, if you're sad and down and depressed and your life's going the wrong way, then you're going to miss it. Because that doesn't mean the goodness of God stopped. It means you're passing right by it and not noticing it. Why? Because your, your focus is on the bad. It's on what's not happening, what I don't have, as Brother Moore says, what I can't get. Right? We, we don't want to be that person. We want to be the person that's looking for the goodness of God. And not only are we looking for it, we're, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. When, when, when it happens, I'm glad that I was here. I'm glad that we did it last night so I could talk about it today. I'm still kind of excited about it. Why? Because it's the goodness of God. Not that it's huge. And it's great to hear the testimonies of people being healed from cancer and people's debts being eliminated. And those are great. And we should shout about those. But we're passing by 50 other things to get to the biggest thing to praise God about. And we don't have to, because He is being good all the time. Right now, He's being good. Amen? In this service, you could, you could experience the goodness of God in so many ways. You could get joy level that didn't get there before. You could be being healed right now. Because the anointing of God's here, and the, the goodness of God heals. He sent His Word and healed you. Healed me. Amen? We don't have to wait for somebody to have a big line. And, and I'm not saying those aren't right. There, there's an anointing and a time for all that. But you can have everything right now. The goodness of God isn't something that stops. It's an ongoing part of who He is. Amen? And, and as we walk and look for it, we'll begin to experience it more and more. And, and we want to experience it. We want to experience it in such a way that it excites us. And when we get excited, people around us will get it. And they'll begin to see it more. How, why? Because now you're communicating the faith. When, when you begin to get excited, you're communicating the faith. Amen? Well, the faith that just happened and you saw the good, the good thing that God put in you cause goodness to happen in your life and through your life. Right? That's, isn't that what we do in Faith for Life classes? They go in and, and they take maybe what Brother Moore's been talking about. and they, I guess they better be taking what Brother Moore... Yeah. But they apply it. They, they, they acknowledge the good things, but they, they communicate faith together. Some people have been to other places and seen other things that other people hasn't seen yet. And they, 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 they tell of their experience and how God brought them out and, and how God helped them. What are they doing? They're communica- communicating the goodness of God. They're telling you how their good God took them from one place to another and He'll do the same thing for you. That's a communication of God's goodness. And that's what we always want to communicate that goodness. We want, because why? Then we're looking for it. I don't believe the writer of this psalm was saying, I just, I just need to see it one time before I go. He said, no, I'm believing to see the goodness of God. Well, if he's going to see the the goodness of God is so vast, you can't see it in one time. It's bigger than Disney World, right? And what is it? You've got to spend three or four days there. Well, you're going to have to spend your lifetime 
seeing the goodness of God because it's going to go every day, every day. If we'll look for it, we'll see the goodness of God. Amen? And we'll see the wonderful works towards men. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Look at Psalm 86. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. Psalm 86, verse 5. I just like to talk about the goodness of God every now and then. Don't you guys? It doesn't make you happy. Like it, it could be a Friday and you could say, man, it's been two weeks in this past one week. Right? I've had a Monday every day. Guess what? Monday's a good day too, by the way. We need to listen to Brother Moore's messages on Sunday and quit cursing Monday. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and it used to be one of those. I hate Monday. Well, of course you do. You shouldn't have done. Shouldn't have did what you did on Sunday. Of course you hate it. <laughs> Glory to God. Psalm eighty-six, verse five. It says, "For Thou, O Lord, what are you? You're good. You're good." And then, and see, God never stops when, he, when somebody says He's good. Then, then they begin to tell you what's good about Him. What? He's ready to forgive. Yep. Amen. He's always ready to keep to take out of the way whatever's separating you from Him. Anything that would keep you from receiving from His goodness, He's always ready to get rid of it. Remember the the man the the man that uh, went before Jesus, and Jesus said. Uh, be of good cheer, son. Your sins are forgiven. He said, I'm taking that out of the way. Because the very thing that takes my goodness, that keeps my goodness from you, is sin. You take sin out of the way, goodness can get all over you. They can just jump all over you and start doing stuff in your life. Why? If you receive forgiveness, you receive the goodness of God. Forgiveness is an act of love that's, that it is unparalleled. It doesn't exist in the world outside of God. Forgiveness does not exist in the world outside of God because true forgiveness removes it as far as the east is from the west, remembers it no more. That's forgiveness. That means even if it was brought up, you go, what? I don't remember that. Why? Because you forgave it. Right, the human forgiveness—it's that kind that saves it in its back pocket. Oh, I forgave them. They better watch it. That's not goodness nor forgiveness. <laughs> Some people don't like that. We'll go back over here. Somebody over here likes it. Amen. What? What? He, he says, "I'm good." And the first thing he says he does because he's good is forgive. Why? Because I want to take down anything that puts something between me and you. Because I, he's a father. He, he doesn't want to get... You know, it's like the people keep saying, well, we're just going to socially distance forever. No! I don't believe that, nor will I ever believe. I don't care if you like social distancing. I'm praying against you. I don't like things between God's people that keep them from doing things that, that is godly. Now, if it will keep them from doing things that are ungodly, that's great. Right? If you're hugging people for the wrong reason, you need to stop it anyway. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and that's all free, not in the notes. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm not just saying. I'm telling you. Amen? 
but but the but the things that God does, He wants to take things from from between us. He wants to be like this with us. He he wants he wants to grab hold. He wants he he. Why did He say He He sent Jesus so that those that were afar off could come near? Now we can go boldly where right before the throne. He doesn't want you in the other room yelling. He wants you coming right there before the throne. Why? He wants you to see how good he is and ask for some of that goodness and use the goodness that he gives you. Not just in your life. Proclaim it. It's a wonderful, marvelous work. Glory to God. Take, take what he did. We're, we're the next born of many brethren. Jesus is the firstborn. So if he's the firstborn, what did he do? He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil. God puts his goodness in us and on us so that we can go about doing good and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. We have the same call as Christ. Amen? And in him, we can, we can not only experience the goodness of God, we can give the goodness of God and help others to experience. What a great thing. What's that mean? It also means you have the ability to forgive. That's why he's so strong on saying when you pray, when you stand praying, forgive. Why? Because you got the ability now. You can't just sidestep it. You can't just sidestep this. You've got to forgive. Why? Because it's good. And I'm good. You're my child. You do good. What's it? If you actually read the verse, it says, forgive as your father forgives. You give. It doesn't say as God. It says as your father. He's already calling you children. And he's saying, if you're the child of God, act like a child of God. Take on his characteristics. Take on, take on his, his qualities. See, you don't have to worry about getting bad qualities from that dad. Right? <laughs> yeah, there, there's no, what do they call them? Uh, um, generational curses. I don't know about generational curses. I know about people doing the wrong thing wrong, time after time after time and then passing it on to people that saw them do the wrong thing time after time after time. Hey Amen. You're not going to get a generational curse from God. You're going to get a generational blessing. Right. You're going to get generational power, generational wonderful works, generational, generational marvelousness. <laughs> Amen. And, and when you get these things in you, you, you begin to do things the way he does them. And you don't have to say, oh, I need to forgive them. Why? Because forgive, you're just like him, ready to forgive. You're merciful. You're kind. Why? Because you have the goodness of God in you, and now you're seeing the goodness of God. Not only are you seeing it happen to you, you're seeing it happen. Why? Because you're doing just what He does. You're taking His goodness that He put in you, and you're using it to better other people. Whether, it, whether it's giving of yourself, your time, your money, whether it's showing them something good, whether it's forgiving them. Not judging them, not condemning them, loving them, even when they're unkind. <laughs> Having patience with them. Right? Well, you know, I was talking to Ramsey today and I was thinking, you know, so many people give up on people that people are just waiting to see how long it'll take you to give up on them. God doesn't give up on anybody, ever. You have to... You have to push away and literally get away from him and say, I don't want you anymore, and then he still would like you. But you may not be able to be brought back to repentance at that point. 
I don't know that. Amen? But the goodness of God never quits being good at that point. The, the salvation of God, the forgiveness of God, the good things that are in God, they never stop. And, and as long as we'll continue to be thankful and praise Him for His good works and His wonderful works towards the children of men, then we'll keep seeing them. Why? Not because they weren't happening before. We'll start noticing them. Amen? Amen. Instead of somebody asking you how your day was, and you say, well, you know, they probably had some good moments, but all I can remember is the bad. <laughs> you won't say that. You'll say, you know what? It's over. But there were some good things all along the way that happened today. You know, dads are actually good at this, and if you're not, you can be. But when you watch something that your kids are doing, don't look for the negative first. Look for the positive, even if it's only one little bitty small thing. And pull that out and walk over that a little bit before you start working on correcting them. Because, you know, one time God told me, he said, he said, you have got to stop correcting Ramsey every time you see her. Why? Because she can't learn that way. She absolutely can't learn that way. You've got to find something she did good and praise that goodness. He does that to you and me. He's a good God. He'll, he'll look for something. And even if you say, Lord, I tried to say, I know you did. You did try. Try harder next time. But he'll, but he'll acknowledge that you did something. And, and, and with our children, if we'll look for the good, we'll see it. They're our children. They're doing something good. And, and ask God to give you the wisdom to see it. Because if you don't look for it, you'll miss that goodness that's happening. Amen? And we don't want to do that because our children are going to grow up and they need to know before they get there that God's good. Amen? That He's never condemning them. He's not, he's not just a corrector. He's a lover and a corrector. He doesn't correct and then love. Love corrects. And, and it's a good way to go because, because it, it shows His goodness. And, and, and you need wisdom to do it because our flesh doesn't like to do it that way. Right? Our flesh just wants to jump on it and fix it. Well, you can't fix it that way. You can't fix it that way. You'll drive them away. If you punish kids with the Bible, you just get in there and read the Bible. You get in your room and you read the Bible until I say come out. Well, they aren't going to want to read the Bible. Right? You don't punish kids with God. It's not a good... And I know Mrs. Morse covered this before, but for some reason we're covering it again because it's not in the notes. God doesn't do that to us. He will, he will correct you. He will direct you a new way. He will show you something better. But he'll also look for the things you're doing right. Amen? Amen? And, and he, will try, he will show you. You know, even if you read Revelations, I, 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 you're doing this. He talks to the churches. He's saying, you do this and you do this and that's good. But I have one thing against you. What do you do first? He talked about what they were doing right. Amen? The first thing he talked about is what you're doing good. Why? Because that gives you a place to work from. If you're doing everything wrong, and, and sometimes if you're an adult or a kid, if every time you hear something it's correction, correction, you're like, I, I don't think I can do this. 
Why? Because you've got no good thing to stand on. You need the goodness to, to, to press you forward. It's the goodness of God that would lead men to repentance from the correction they get. Amen? And, and so, so we, we, want to, we want to walk in this goodness. We want to let this goodness walk through us. And, and we, want to, we want to acknowledge it on a daily basis. We want, to, we want to praise Him. We want to thank Him. We want to say, God, You're so good to me. You're so good to me. And, and, and wake up in the morning expecting to see that goodness. Amen? Don't know how to get away from where we just were. Everybody doesn't have kids anymore, so if you do, God stop me. That's all I'm going to say about that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 103. Psalm 103. You're looking for His goodness, His kindness, His wonderful works towards men. Amen? Psalm 103. This is a well-known psalm, but you want to see all that's in it. It's kind of like Matthew 6. I don't think we're going to exhaust it anytime soon. Did you exhaust it today? No. I felt like there's probably more. Yeah. Psalm, 10, or Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. All of His good things. Forget not all of the good things of God. That's what benefits are. They're good things. They're good stuff. Don't, don't forget about all the... What's he saying? Don't forget to look for it. Don't forget to notice it. Don't forget to have it. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of people just completely forgetting to have it. And it's available, but we got to have it. Right? If you say, I'm not going to have a good day, then probably you're not going to have a good day. Yeah. But if you purpose by faith to grab hold of the benefits of God every day, you'll begin to see the goodness of God. Why? Because the benefits are good stuff. That next verse, who forget, what's the first benefit? The first benefit of goodness, I, I'm convinced, is forgiveness. It, it's over and over again in the psalm. The first benefit of goodness is forgiveness. And, and here it is again, the forgiveness of all your iniquities Heals all your diseases. He's going to forgive and heal. Forgive and heal. Why? Because the same act. It's the same act. Amen. They're both born out of love. They both. They're both desires of the Father's heart for you and me, and He wants us to have them because they're His goodness. They are the goodness of God. Amen. Verse four. Who redeems your life from what destruction? We just read that in in, in Psalm 107, didn't we? He redeems your life from destruction. He, he purchased you out of destruction. He'll help you if you've paid your way in. Right? We all paid our way in to, to hell, and He paid our way out. Glory to God. He redeemed us. He, he said <laughs> the wages of sin are death, but the gift. Uh, the goodness of God, the gift of God is eternal life. The gift of God. The, those are the good things of God. He says He'll redeem your life from destruction. He'll crown you with loving kindness and tender mercy. You know, that's goodness. Those two words both mean goodness. He will crown you with goodness and goodness. Why? Because He wants to work 
for you and in you and out of you. He wants His goodness to be something we look for, that we desire. We, we want to desire to see His goodness. We want to be loved and love the way He does. We want, to be, we want to get mercy and have mercy the way He does. And He'll crown us with it. Amen? He will crown you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Verse 5, He satisfies your mouth with what? Good things. And you know, it would have been a good time to say unless or but or added the conjunction in there, but he didn't, did he? No, no conjunction, junction, what's your function? Right? He went straight with who satisfies your mouth with good things. In other words, he'll put good things in your mouth. Why? So that good things are coming in. It's not just, it's not just good food. It's a good thing. He'll put good words in there so you're saying things that make good things happen so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Verse 6, the Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He's made known His ways to Moses, His acts unto the children of Israel. Verse 8, the Lord is merciful. You know what that word means? Kindness, goodness. The Lord is good. The Lord is kind. You know, when you see somebody and you think, man, that's a kind person, they're just a little bit of what God is. Amen? They're just, they're just growing in what God put in them. And if they'll allow that kindness to keep growing, they'll, 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 they won't get angry. Very they'll be really slow to anger. They'll be really gracious. And they'll have a lot of kindness. Why? Because as you grow in these things, it's the goodness of God. And as you grow in them, you begin to not only see the goodness happening in your life, but you like it. God likes to be good. You're His kid. You're going to like it too. Amen? How many, how many in here like most of the things you grew up eating? Right? I mean, in our house, we, we, I mean, we had gravy. And the next day, we had gravy. And then we had fried. And we had fried with our gravy. And you know what? I still like fried with my gravy. <laughs> Amen? I, that's what I grew up. And if you grow up in the goodness of God, you'll desire it. it you will, and I don't want to use the word lust but I want to, because people think wrong about that. You'll desire it to such a level that, that you'll chase after it. You'll look for it. You'll believe to see it every day. You won't let one day go by where you don't look for something good happening and make sure everybody knows you saw it. Not because you want them to know you saw it, but because God's good. And it made you excited. Amen? And when it made you excited, then, then you, you change directions again completely. Why? Because it was the goodness of God. And, and see, every morning, you know, and when Brother Moore said this years ago, and he said it before, and now I've said it, every morning when you wake up, your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's the goodness of God. Amen? I'll call, I'll call people and I'll say, hey, how's your day going? They go, not so good. I said, I got good news for you. They go, what? Your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Your, your day's not bad even a little bit. You can't have a bad day when your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You're on your way to heaven, and if you'll stop having a bad day, you can have a good one. All you have to do is stop. Well, why can't stop what's happening? You don't have to stop what's happening. You just have to believe for the goodness of God. That'll stop what's happening. Or it will change what's happening. Amen? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for the goodness of God. 
Amen? Are we still in Psalm 103? Maybe we're ending with that. Psalm 103, where were we? Verse 8? Verse 8. Verse 9 says, he will not always chide. I'm not sure what chide means, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> and it goes with keep his anger. So I'm going to guess neither one of those are what... He, he won't do that. Why? Because he's good. People who are good will not hold grudges and they will not stay angry. When you're walking in the goodness of God, it's an impossibility. You cannot walk in the goodness of God and, and hold a grudge against your brother or be angry all day. So you want, if you had an angry day, all you do is stop right in the middle of it and say, you know, I believe to see the goodness of God. And then start looking. And he, may, he may say, look over in that corner, there's a dead bug. Yep, it's not a live bug. I ain't, there's the goodness of God. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. Find something that happened that's good. Yeah. If it's good, it's God. Yeah. If it blesses you in any way, it's God. And dead bugs bless me. I don't care. If you like bugs, I'm really sorry. I don't like bugs. I don't like snakes. I don't like alligators. Don't like them. Amen. <laughs> That's just it. Don't like them. Kim likes snakes. No, she doesn't. I won't tell you what she does. She doesn't like snakes. We like them on our feet and under our feet, right? Under our feet and on our feet. That's where we like them. Amen. But, but when, when we serve God, when we look for goodness, when we decide to live in that goodness and live through that goodness, you won't remain angry. Why? You're forgiving. You're ready to forgive. You know, one of the verses in one of the Psalms, it read really good. Um, it said, oh, in Psalm 130, verse 3 um, and 4, it said, But thou, Lord, should, if you should mark our iniquities, O Lord, who would stand? Nobody would. If God decided to keep track of your iniquities and your sins, nobody would be able to stand. But it says, but there is forgiveness with you that you may be revered, honored. Amen? Why? Because this, this is what makes, there's none like him. There, there's, none, there's no gods like him. There's, there's people serving lots of other things, but there's no God There's none like him who forgives sins, who loves you, who's patient with you, who's kind, who who saved you, who's healed you, who's given you joy, who's brought you peace, he's brought you through tribulation, he's bringing you through something right now, and you may not even notice that he's so good at it. Amen? Because in this world, there will be tribulation. But fear not, he's overcome the world. We just talked about that last week, didn't we? That's the goodness of God. You're, a, you're more than a conqueror. Why? Because of the goodness of God. Amen? The goodness of God doesn't stop. We don't need... We could talk about it forever. Why? Because it's ongoing. It's who He is. It's part of, what, it's part of Him. It's, it's part of what He does because of who He is. Amen? If you're a bell, you ring. If you're God, you're good. Amen? And, and that's what we have is a good God. Uh, where did I say... Uh, back to Psalm 103. He says he won't re- remain angry forever. Why? Because he can't. Because he's not dealt with. Why is he not angry? Because he's not dealing with you according to your sins. Try that, parents. Try that, parents. You want to not be angry and talk to your kids? Don't deal with them according to their sin. Amen? 
or reward them according to their iniquity. God's not dealing with you according to your sin or rewarding you according to your iniquity. You know, I, don't even, I didn't realize that as much as I do now. My mom was very good at this. She, when she talked to me, uh, she would have me corrected, and I wouldn't even know it before she was done. Why? Because it was so kind. It was so, so soft and so right. And God showed her how, because you, can't, you can correct your kid all day long or you can correct a person all day long, but if they're not in receiving mode, in other words, if they've turned the switch off, they aren't hearing anything you're saying anyway. And if you're giving it in a way that's not palatable, hey, that's a big word right there, wasn't it? I'm going to have to get a hat or something pretty soon. But, it, but if they can't receive it, it does no good to give it. Find a way they can take it. Amen? Because, I mean, like if I'm going to have to have broccoli, i got to have some chocolate on it. Amen? I'm going to have to have something in it that makes it taste good and still get it in me. Well, sometimes you'll do that with correction. Sometimes they can just hear it and say, yeah, you don't want to do that anymore. Well, you've already burned your hand. Of course you can take that correction. Right? <laughs> they put their hand on the stuff. They burn their hand. Don't do that anymore. Okay, Dad, thanks. It would be nice if they'd heard me when I said, don't put your hand on the stove before they did. But if you say, well, stupid, I told you not to put your hand on the stove, that's not a teaching moment. You just untaught them. What you taught them was how to be hateful. What you could have taught them was compassion and love. Amen? God's always teaching us compassion and love. Why? He's doing it with His goodness. He's showing you His goodness so that you can walk in it. Amen? And believe to see it every day. He's not dealt with us according to our sins, uh, uh, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens, the heaven is high above the earth, so great is His goodness, kindness, and mercy. Mercy means goodness and kindness. So as high as the heaven is above the earth, that's how big His goodness is. So great is His goodness towards them that fear Him. Verse 12, As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed transgressions from us. These are benefits. We're still reading the benefits of of bless the Lord, O my soul, huh? And and this is it. He's he's saying, I'm going to bring you so close to me that you can sense the goodness every time you breathe. Amen? Amen? Why? Because I'm going to remove anything, if you'll let me, that keeps you away from me. Any sin, any anger, any problem, anything, condemnation, what unforgiveness, whatever, I want to remove it from between us so that I can be right there with you. Amen? That's why you removed your, our sins. He, he loves us. He wants to show us His goodness. And this is His goodness. Amen? Verse 13. Like a, as a father pities his child, so does the Lord pity. Pity means love. Have compassion on. Amen? God is so good. And He wants us to recognize and acknowledge His goodness every day. He wants us to walk in it, live in it, breathe in it. He wants us to talk about it. He wants us to rejoice in our truck over a check that was found. And, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get to tell the the lawn guy about that. But even if we don't, we got to rejoice. 
And he wants you to have those moments, not once a day, not twice a day, all day long. Praise God moments. That Oh, that men would praise him for his goodness and his wonderful works towards the children of men. He's marvelous, he's wonderful, and those things equate into works. And as they do, they're, they're, they're towards us, in us, and through us. And as we get a hold of them, It'll change our life and it'll allow things to be changed around us. And man, it'll just keep you happy. It'll just keep you... Why? Because you're praising God about finding a dollar in the street. I found a dollar. That's the goodness of God. Why? Somebody else could have found it. Now you got it to give if you wanted to too. Amen? We want to think like God. We want to... And the only way to do that is to get unthought like us. Right? Remember he says, my thoughts aren't your thoughts, my ways aren't your ways. They're not even close. He thinks about pardons. That's that's true forgiveness. That's forgiveness to a level that it's wiped off the record books. Amen? And that's what he's saying. He's saying, I want you to think that way. I, I want you to think in such a way that goodness and mercy truly are following you everywhere you go and people are living in your wake. Amen? Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. I like the goodness of God. I'm believing to see it before I leave this building. I'm already seeing it. Look at you guys. I love you guys. I love the people in Florida. Did we see the people in Florida? Oh, yeah, we did. We had a 20... Tommy and his wife had the 22-year-old. 22 years of marriage. It matters. Yeah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's, let's be the children of God, the children that He's been blessing, and let's be thankful. Let's just, let's, just, let's just raise our hands and thank you, Lord. We praise you for your wonderful works, for your goodness. We thank you for healing our bodies, for forgiving our sins. We thank you for helping us in our homes. We thank You for helping us in our jobs. We thank You, Lord, for Your goodness, for Your mercy, for Your kindness, for Your goodness in us, Lord. We thank You that You're using us to show Your goodness, to exalt You in the earth, to lift You up so that men can see You and be drawn to You thereby. Thank You, Father. Thank You. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Glory to God. You got a song, Jackie?